Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, you've tuned into Shingles Less, where we talk movies, music, trending news, game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I'm Dave Shingler, and I'm joined by the greatest football manager this side of Bradley. It's Cleon Bewley. Well, I've been watching, see, whilst you've been coughing, and I've been drinking life while you've been nauseous. Anyway, it's Shingler's List. Woo! Hey. It's a defining week in English history this it week. Is. certainly is. Big defining week. It's a lovely Sunday afternoon. I'm pumped. I'm full of caffeine, full of sugar. I've done too much exercise this weekend and my energy's really high so this could be a this could be your most annoying edit you've ever done after today i don't edit anymore we just yeah we it, don't do we, we with just that leave good. it all in we're that good now with paraphrasing backwards side steps forward steps in podcast welcome to the shinglers list Monday edition. Schmunday. 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 That was me un- understanding that we're recording on a Sunday. Trying not to break the fourth wall because it's released on the Monday. Yeah. Schmunday. Schmunday. How have you been, my friend? I'm all right, mate. Yeah. 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 You know what? I, I'm I'm feeling uh, quite refreshed today. Yeah. Uh, back in back into work last week. Back into routine. Yeah. And I think that's what I needed. A bit of routine. Yeah. Uh, I had the um, the the horrifying realization of how much weight i'd actually put on over the summer when i couldn't quite fasten my uh, uniform um, it, it, it's all right it's fastened but the, as long as you don't sneeze yeah if i if i have to cough then <laughs> ping. if you have to cough someone's in danger of blinding yeah the buttons flying <laughs> off you know what i mean um so i did a Go to the trouble of uh, of weighing and measuring myself this morning, and and yeah, I've put some pounds on, Cleon. Yeah, I've put some pounds on. Um, so yeah, today's a new day, and um, and it's it's me September thing where I'm I'm gonna and I generally do it most Septembers. I shed I shed quite a bit of weight throughout the winter. Um, Funny and, you should say <clears> that. I'm also starting my shredding tomorrow. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah no. a bit more of a yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be a bit more more healthy. That was flat last time I saw that going on. Yeah, it was one <laughs> Um Yeah, so we uh, pay a bit more uh, attention to my uh, health and what I'm eating. Um, so today has been the the day of like, right, what's left in the house that I need to get rid of, and um, you know, just I've got you know a couple of little treats and snacks and things. Yeah. Nothing. I ain't got massive bars of chocolate. I just mean <laughs> like just some what's cl- left yeah. in the house. Yeah, just I've just had like seven packets of crisps. Yeah. I've, had two, I've, <laughs> I've had three three packs of Haribo's. Uh, massive gato. Now I just uh, just little bits and bobs and just like foods that yeah. um, that I, that I'll swap out. So like you know sausages. I know I'll I'll swap out for low fat sausages um, and you know things like that where you know stuff that needs swap them using out for up. apple. Um, I have apples in. I have apples Swap in them out for banana. Oh, God, I like bananas, Cleon, but they're you a bit always feel like, a bit gay when you're eating them. A, a little bit, but I, I tend to find that I need about seven of them before I'm satisfied. Um, yeah. Um, he's pro- oh, we've lost him. We've lost Cleon for the rest of the show now. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> I, I'm sorry, you shouldn't laugh at your own jokes, no, but that was really that was good. Funny, yeah. I, um... I can't just have one banana. I need a few, and then then I mean bananas as, as, as much <laughs> so, as it's a fruit. Hey, come on, <laughs> I'm leaving the door wide open for you. Oh, you're, you're not, not you're you. not walking through it. Um, so as 
as much as it's a fruit, they're also riddled with calories. <laughs> 100 proper riddled with them they are. It's just energy. Um, but yeah, it is just energy. But yeah, so um, get back on the exercise. Get back on the calorie burn. You've got air in your mouth. It's all them bananas. Um, <laughs> get back on the calories. Uh, on the calorie counting. Get back on the exercise. Make myself a little healthy. And being back in work gets me back in routine yeah. as well. So I'll be able to you know, get, get a firm grip on... Um, on the on the, the healthy living. Well, well, I think this week's going to be seminal because it's going to be a, a great week for England as well. Because obviously we've got the the race of the two titans. <sighs> <laughs> obviously, we've got the uh, the lesser of two evils. The lesser the lesser <laughs> of two evils. This is like being caught between the the biggest serial killers on planet Earth and having to choose your own torture. What I'm talking about is a conservative leader race. Between uh, Ricky stabbed in the back, Sunak, Sunak, Rishi, Rishi Sunak, Rishi Sunak the, the knife stabber himself, and Liz the Gilf, or the Grilf, as I said earlier. Don't know what the Grilf is. Truss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who I want to win because she's a bit sexy, in my opinion. Oh, do you like her? I have got a little bit of a weird. I don't know why. A weird I, crush. Yeah, like, and I had a weird thing for Mag, can, Maggie Thatcher as well. A bit of a confused but, semi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the saucy little minx. Yeah, no, I've got a... And I... I, I the, you know what's going to happen, Dave, what's coming down the line. Um, let's say we get to Monday morning and the Conservatives have chose the next Dr. Evil or the next Ming the Merciless, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and they go, uh, and now we would like to use Liz Trust for every for the positives over the next six months that we're going to then stab her in the back for six months after that. I've heard, I've, I've heard rumours of a snap election as well. Of a uh, snap election? It's never going to happen. Yeah, I don't think so, personally. Yeah, chill, chill down, um, Kiki. Yeah, some, chill. some news outlet reported that there'll what, be a snap election what, before What's Christmas. woke him up as well? The, probably the thought of a snap election in all fairness. <laughs> yeah, well, all of it. He's been silent for the past year and a half. He's been pretty much asleep in Parliament, letting Boris make every mistake imaginable. And then all of a sudden he's gone, I think we should have the snap election because we can really help with this. F- bottom line, the first week of her tenure, she will reduce living expenses straight away. Mm-hmm. To get public on side, yeah, that'll be before Tuesday, twelve o'clock. Well, she doesn't actually get she. This she's already won. Whoever wins doesn't get um, sworn in until Tuesday. Well, when when so, did in Balmoral to see uh, Liz? Tuesday, that is. Tuesday. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, Balmoral, yeah. Instead of um, yeah, well, well, just was it Wednesday yesterday, and, she, and Liz was out. She spends the summer at Balmoral, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be the first English PM that's going to be sworn in on Scottish ground. There's an opportunity oh. there for them. <laughs> there's an opportunity um if you really want if you really want to go guys this is how you wind up the entire english country in one go uh but anyway they're going to swear in sorry on the tuesday then so it's going to be wednesday before 12 o'clock yeah that it'll she, be living expenses halved if if liz trust gets in she's also suggested um increasing the uh, motorway speed as well. Have you seen that one? Oh, brilliant. She what, says, 120? She said um, she would like to increase it to 80 mile an hour. Mm. The reason being... Still 97. ...is people could get to work quicker and they would be more productive. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Um, She's right. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I guess. She's right, really, because mm. we've got the, the 70 mile an hour speed limit was put in in 1916. So, 
Some people are fucking dicks at 50 mile an hour, let alone 80 though, man. But when you're on, it's different when you're on a motorway. A motorway is one of the most safest places to drive because all you're doing is driving in a straight line. Mm. It's not a difficult drive. People still get it wrong. Oh yeah, I've just (laughs) just done a three hour drive up and down the country um, and there were some right bell ends on the actual road as well. Just just doing the lane skipping, like uh, da 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 da. And then yeah, you've got yeah. the then you've got the forty five to fifty five big blonde woman in the SUV who just camps in the middle lane because yeah. she's scared of lorries and scared of going fast. <clears throat> well, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, I mean, it, if you if you take it back down to its basics, that the driving lane is the left hand lane. Yeah, it's the left yeah, lane, and yeah. every other lane. It's for overtaking. It's for overtaking. Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've never understood, like, the whole being, like, scared of trucks and being scared of overtaking. I don't, even me, who doesn't have a license, when when I was when I was learning, like, it, it was just instinct to me. Well, like, if it, you know, if I went on, like, a, a D road or, yeah. you know, the AD or the D road, the A500, and um, <clears throat> especially when it gets to, like, national speed limits, it's somebody's doing 45 mile an hour in front of you. On a, in, in a 60 or a 70, it's like, overtake them. Yeah, flash you know or I mean? overtake them if they're in the if wrong you're, lane. If you're doing a comfortable 56, 57, and the, the truck in front of you is doing a comfortable 57, there's there's no need to overtake them. Just, you know, Well, you're not gaining fine. speed. The prob- yeah. I suppose the problem with raising it to 80 is people in the Nova 1. <laughs> yeah. Christ yeah, Almighty, yeah. Clearly, it's not 1999, mate. And the Fiesta car that's got a top speed of 84 listening to i don't know drake or something whatever they listen to whatever these kids listen to nowadays and just booting it up the motorway Mm. and then snaking in between everybody yeah yeah they're the most dangerous drivers but Mm. people like me we just just drive it's cruise i just cruise control me motorway driving i i was the whole motorway cruise control as as you're aware when i was driving i was i'm I'm not a big fan of driving i get no pleasure Mm. from it at all Uh, but what i did find is when i went on on long drives um because like the the messies would take me out and um, we'd go for long drives like out of the area uh, so I could get loads of road experience like um, I found it the most pleasurable driving was on the national speed limit roads it was on your 70 mile an hour roads yeah. and it was just it, it was comfortable it was easy. comfortable driving it was easy yeah. driving so and it get, was like no stress and so you <clears> get <throat> less crashes on the straight motorway so do you have any other policies that she's thinking of bringing in not the top of my head now no no yeah. that, that's far as ever so there we go so she's going to go to 80 but what she's going to do she's going to hit She's going to hit England like Asda, and she's just going to price slash everything. Well, she <laughs> yellow is, label she? everything. Yeah, she's going to yellow label everything. She's going to hit the inflation. She's going to hit interest rates. The only downside is where she's getting the money from. But the one thing about all of this that's made me really disgusted to be British, and I've never felt that way before, you know. Mm. I've never felt this way. You know how banks building societies are using the cost of living as a sell point? Yeah. That's really, really disappointed me because that is, it's just a bit, it's a bit sycophantic if mm, you see where mm. I'm coming from. We're going to use this as a point to bring in customers. Wow. 
Mm. Is that where we are as a country now, scraping the bottom of that barrel? Everything, <clears throat> everything at the moment in this country is just shocking. It's completely and utterly shocking, and there's and there's excuses, and, and people will say, "Oh, it, we're still recovering from COVID. Oh, it's Russia. Oh, it's." I nearly uh, punched a woman in this, the face in Greg's today. It's greed. That's what it is. It's greed. It's I mean, greed. honestly, I've gone in Greg's today, Dave. Gone in Greg's. Are you ready for this? Are you ready? You'd be shocked. You'd be shocked. It's not funny. You're laughing. It's not funny. One pound thirty-four for a sausage roll. That's uh, that's extortion. That's a crazy amount of money for a Greg sausage roll. Extortion. That is. I, I said to the woman, I said, "Oh, can I have a coffee, please?" The coffee's now on level with Costa. I said, "Why have you put you? Why have you <clears throat> northed your coffee?" Do you know um? Uh, wholesale uh, Costa coffee beans have gone up 20% in price. There's a 20% I, I, price. I said, average. how come your coffee beans have gone up? And then the, the one thing that really winds me up about people is they go, oh, I just work here. Yeah, no, you're right. You do just work here and you collect a wage from them. So mm. you're the spokesperson for said company. This is true. Yeah. Um, I said, crikey, that's jumped up, has it, Doc? I said, that's gone. And I'm not at a service motorway. This is it. Yeah, just Greg's, town. Greg's. Yeah, because yeah. I got back and I thought, oh, I'll go go grab a sausage roll and stuff like that on the way and take a few snacks. And I tell you what, every Greg's is just harnessed this cost of living, but all they're doing is they're putting all the prices north to combat this supposedly energy thing that's coming down the line. And, yeah, and the thing now, if Liz trust, I'll get you to my point. If Liz <laughs> trust, then as does everything. Are you telling me that Greg's are going to go, you know what, we have put too much on yeah, that we'll sausage roll, we'll drop it back to what? Are oh, they nuts? No. They're just no, going to keep everything at the same price. And it's not because of Russia. It's not. I'm sorry. Not. I'm it's... sorry. We do not get Greg sausage rolls from the Ukraine. Do you know um, the, the, uh, the amount of gas that we get from Russia in comparison to, let's say, Germany is minuscule? Um, Germany gets a hell of a lot more gas from from Russia than we do, and their gas prices have gone up mm, at something in the region of about twenty percent, something that I read mm. today. And our prices have gone up two hundred and thirteen percent. Yeah, and it's just and we it's greed. Get the gas from Russia. It, it's greed, <clears throat> and that's all it is. You know, when when you see these companies and the profits that they're making, it's like. Why, why Why? are we paying more? You're not... You're lucky you haven't got me fracking off the coast of Blackpool, Dave. You're not fucking struggling. We've seen the profits. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like... <clears throat> what, who's the who, Who's it for? It's absolutely crazy. And <clears throat> we'll see what happens when October comes, when the price increase goes up again. I mean, obviously, there's this... Um, like, it's not going to happen. The one, Truss or Sunak will sort that out. Well, there's this six-month um, energy help that everybody's getting from the from the government as well. Um, a loan. It's well, yeah. Um, loan you've got. It's like back. six. Is it six hundred or six hundred and sixty quid? No, six hundred quid. Um, no, it's four hundred quid. Okay, I can't work this out. I think it's four hundred, and it's getting paid. Let's if you're on like a smart meter, it go it, it, like a pay as you go smart meter. It goes directly onto your smart meter mm, every month. Yeah. Um, Funny though, isn't it? And I think it's like if you pay. If it's like a pay monthly or a quarterly or something like that, then... But you've got to have a smart meter to have one. It goes... Well, I don't know about... I know I know the, the pay um, the pay monthly smart meter one is, it goes straight onto your um, meter. Hmm. I, I'd imagine if you, if you don't have the smart meter and you're still on the key fobs or the cards, it, it may be a voucher or something like that. It may just go straight to your energy provider. 
Um, I think I was. I think it was my mum who said it's not even money; it's a paper exercise. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was my mum who said it with hers because she's like quarterly or something like that. That she won't get access to the money itself. It literally goes from the government to, to the energy company to the energy company. So we're in money her name. So like. we're money laundering to the energy company now <laughs> from the government. It's, to the like, it's money laundering. Um, but you know that that I mean that that is going to help, but. We shouldn't be in that situation where um, this is. A, mm. I, I don't know how we've got to be in this situation. We can't blame the Russians. We blame them for too much now. We blame them for Apollo Creed. We've blamed them from the death <laughs> of Red Hot. We can't blame them for everything now. We've got to start the the Healy process. Mm. So we get as oil from the Saudis. Now, the Saudis have agreed, and all the oil providers of the East, they've all given the biggest discounts they can ever get because their profits last quarter were the largest they've ever been in the history of time. They made a good £187 billion last quarter in a quarter profit. In a profit, which is great for Newcastle United, yeah. but it's not so fantastic for everybody else in the Western world. Anyway, so they've agreed their own little discounts. So what we need to find now, Dave, is a few things left. We need to find out where they make the Pringles. Because they're too expensive. We need to find out where the Greg sausage rolls are. Where Costa get the coffee from? Because <laughs> I'm sure Brazil doesn't put prices this much <clears throat> on coffee. We haven't got a conflict in Brazil, have we? I don't think so. Where did he get Americanos from? Is that from America? No, it's just the name is of it. Is that where the beans are from? It's just the name of the, the type of drink. Well, can't we start researching <laughs> as a nation? People of the Shingler's List podcast, can't we start researching as a nation to find out where these products are from so we can get to the bottom of this and maybe we as a podcast can grow this country together and bring the togetherness that's required? Did you did you see the, um, the report that... Pints potentially going up to nine pounds. Nine pound. This is why I'm saying <clears throat> this is so urgent right now. <laughs> well, the thing is though, <clears throat> if you were uh, everybody's on dust. Yeah, if if you um, you know the price of coffees going up, the price of food takeaway foods going up. We've got the sausage rolls. We've got Costa. We've got coffee and Greg's Pringles. The Pringles have gone off. We've <laughs> uh, and then the price of beers going up, the price of energies going up. It, there's going to be nowhere left to go because businesses will close. Businesses will just close because they won't be able to afford. They need to put their prices up to pay these bills. And I will we not can't, pay a hundred pound yeah, for a meal. We can't afford to go out and pay these prices. So they, you know, we're not paying the money because they've put the prices up. They've got no choice but to put the prices up, and businesses will just end up closing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you've got like a, a massive wedge of cash to support you businesses will end up closing and and it's it's a shame because at the end of the day like especially in this area in stoke on trent there's not that many places as, as it is to go and and eat and drink and and whatnot i mean I yeah s- they recently opened you know like a wagamama's down here and you know a couple of um restaurants that we haven't had before over the last few years but even the hive where they put all them restaurants all of them have closed bar Bompan, I think. Yeah. Is Chiquito's still open? I'm not sure, but the rest of them closed. Like, nowhere, everywhere is just shutting down. Um, you know, I, I dread to think what, like, small independents are going to be like. I don't know what's happened on uh, on Piccadilly, but both Clays and North have been shut this week, and it's the same owner, so I don't know whether they've closed 
because of personal reasons or whether that's a financial thing and they're not opening again. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll tell you it's now, open. it won't affect Tesco as do Morrison's nope. or any of the big four. No. It's even schools, even things like schools, you know what I mean? Like that schools aren't uh, eligible for the price cap when it comes to energy. Oh, and they've kicked off now, haven't they? Well, the thing is, man, if you, you can't afford to... If you can't afford to heat a school, then what what are you meant to do there? You know what I mean? It's like so. There's been talk of it's only open nine till three. It's not even open peak times of fucking eating, guys. Big buildings there, man. Um, Why it's still not peak? So the schools are now talking about only opening three days a week. You can get lost, but it's a knock-on effect, isn't it? Because like. They shut for two days to save on the energy bills, but then the yeah. kids have got to stay at home. Yeah, increasing the the home energy bills, and also somebody's got to look after them. Yeah, you know what I mean. If if you go to work while your kids are in school because they're in school, what are you meant to do then? That's just like the teachers when they started kicking off over COVID. That was. They've just basically gone. Well, our pathing are going up, so we can only do three days a week. That'll get. I'm. I'm pretty sure all this is going to get knocked out by Wednesday at twelve o'clock. We'll see what happens. By Liz. We'll see what happens. By Liz. Who's <laughs> my the little minx? <laughs> Lizzie's my. Lizzie's my. Lizzie's my guiding light. Lizzie's my lighthouse in the fog that is England right now. She's guiding me home. To a better UK, a I think better you, England. I think you said this about Boris a few years ago. No, I didn't. <laughs> I never had faith in that warbly gerbil. Have you bought a new cattle, by the way? Oh my God Almighty! Can we touch on that? If you buy, a what new, was a new cattle, that? What is that lunatic so going on about? The first paragraph, ten pound a year. The first paragraph is talking about the the profits of the <laughs> of the energy companies. The second paragraph, he's saying that Mrs. Jones need go to get a new kettle because it might be costing too much energy. If your kettle takes too long to boil, go and invest in a new one and you'll save £10 a year on your electricity. Kettles cost 20 So <laughs> It's like everyone went like that. The moment he spoke, everyone went, hang on, have we made a mistake? He spoke and, the, and they went, no. And the thing is, as well, right? Clearly not. He is a buffoon. When it comes to, when it, not, not now, but when I was a bit younger and I first got my own place, when it came to like kitchen appliances, I always bought cheap. So it was it was the five pound kettle from Tesco, you know, big white box, big black letters, yeah. kettle, no. five. Right, and um, and when when I went to buy a kettle a few years ago, um, they don't do the five pound kettles anymore. Nope. There's no such thing as the five pound kettles. So nope. it really is like fifteen quid or twenty quid to uh, to to grab a cheap kettle and. Um, it's it, so utter like buffoonery that was. It was just you'll save ten pounds a year a on your energy bill if you go buy a new cattle. This this guy's leading our country. He's not until tomorrow. He's not. <laughs> no, he's gone now. He's already um, bounced out of the office. He's gone now. Yeah, done. He, he, he's gone now. He's gone now. So uh, Lizzle, I'm thinking it's going to be Liz, just because I don't think the Tory party are that stupid to put in the guy who pretty much wrapped up Boris and put him in his grave. Why would you trust somebody in that position who's just done that? Why would you? It's because of all the working class friends he's got. He hasn't got, he any, hasn't got, he hasn't any, got any working, working class, class friends. friends. <laughs> How is it? No, 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 no. Your wife can't be that wealthy. You be an MP and claim that. No, no, Rishi or Ricky or or whatever your flipping name is. No, no. 
He looks really? like he looks like a brown Kiastani. He does. Okay. But same hair. <laughs> same person. Square head. <laughs> I think that I think that's Kia. Yeah. I think he's I, I think he's black facing because he's infiltrating the Tory party. You think Kia Starmer? Yes. Is blackface. I do. And posing as Ricky Sunak. I certainly do, my uh, friend. I have heard some theories in my time. That is my conspiracy and there is, theory. There is part of me that kind of hopes, like tomorrow afternoon at 12 o'clock. To be like Scooby Doo. Yeah, the mystery machine turns <laughs> up and pull off Keir Starmer's mask and he goes, I would have gotten away with this if it wasn't for you pesky kids. And they'll be led by Boris. Oh, my life. Can you imagine that for a reveal? And it'll all be done live at Balmoral. These, this is the thing that dreams are made of. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. And then they'll pull one off the Queen and it'll be an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> I am only joking, Liz. I love you yeah, dearly. I love, I love you too, Liz. Anyway, yeah. what, what's Cleon been doing this weekend? I hear you cry. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some guesses. Go have some guesses. Uh, You've been playing golf? No, I no. have not been playing golf. Uh, did you... Um, sign up to some ballroom dancing lessons. I did not sign up to some ballroom dancing lessons, Dave. I reckon you'd be good at that. I reckon I'd be good at that, actually. Um, Did you go... I used to do a bit of ballroom at the Coffin Dodgers Club with me, Nan. Did you really? Yeah. Did you go and visit somewhere that had incredibly beautiful architecture? I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. I took part in the corporate games this weekend which were held down in Windsor at 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 the Royal Holloway University of London. There we go. There we go. See, I got, well I, done, got mate. I got it. Well done. Yahoo. So anyway, Friday night we all me and the missus jumped in our car full of excitement to head down to what was probably the most beautiful university to which I have ever seen. And I don't think any picture that I took of that of that place yeah. would do any justice to how it looked when you were standing inside it. Well, you, you sent me that like turning round video, like you just turn round in a circle with yeah. your phone, and and I was like, he's still going, it's still going. Yeah, there's more. <laughs> massive, massive old English university. I thought, oh my god, we're going to be staying in one of these rooms. It's going to be fat. We were, Dave. No, no, we're in a student building. Ah, oh, worse things have happened. Not really. <laughs> no, Dave. No, no. I'm gentrified now. Oh, I, I, I'm corporate now, bro. Okay. okay. I, I'm not staying in a room that doesn't have room service, a coffee machine, and a tally on the wall. There's like limits to what I can stay in now. I mean, no. Okay. No, Dave. No. There's no. I mean, I need a tally on the wall. Mm. I need at least half an hour a Dave every single day of my life. Otherwise, I may go insane. If I don't watch whose line is it anyway, <laughs> or cat or cats do um, countdown, countdown, yeah, I may lose a part of my soul. So I need that. Inf- I need Sean Locke on a daily basis. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. If I if I stay away in another city or something, I do I do need a nice room with amenities and um yeah. and comforts yeah, yeah 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 i don't like getting to another room and sitting in it and going oh this is good it's a mattress that's got no give in it whatsoever well it did have give it was like a big pillow oh okay it was like a pillow mattress like it like it had one of them toppers on it or something yeah you like... just sink into no but... you didn't sink into it because i like them ones i like them where you sink into it because <laughs> i just <laughs> but it was you lay on top of 
Right. So I felt like a fly, one of them skimmers that go on the water. And they're mm-hmm. like, it's this. So I don't know how the students get on about it with jiggy time. I think when you are a student, I'd have an Emma mattress. Like, I don't think the students really care, do they? Unless, well, you should. Well, then again, looking, I at, looking at the building that you're in, that's a posh boy college, that is, isn't it? That's a, yeah, that's but a the apartments are down the bottom. That's The, the, yeah. the college is a posh boy college. That must be where the proper payers yeah, stay, and the yeah. bossy stayed, and everybody else stayed, chapel and everything else, the dining hall and everything else. But what was common is that just did well in our A-levels after go stay in the pool. Yeah, the yeah, pool yeah. yeah. The guys who just did well in the A-levels and got a scholarship, yeah. get down the bottom. You government paying for you, get you're, down. You're not one of us. So anyway, <laughs> uh, after a lovely night's sleep on the Friday, mm. um, we awoke and set off to Windsor. Now, I can say something about Windsor, Dave. Uh-huh. I want to move to Windsor. Like, <laughs> like I want to move to Windsor, stat. Like, at any moment, if anyone wants to donate a few mil, I want to move to Windsor. I'm I'm just saying that out loud, Dave. Have you ever been to Windsor? I've never been, no. No. I tell you what, that is what that is the most beautiful picturesque town I've ever been in my life. They have big castle. Yeah. Obviously, because where the Queenie lives. Yeah. But that sits a bit like say it, it's very much like Newcastle if you replace St. James's Park with a castle, get rid of all the grey clouds and just make it sunny. Uh, the rivers uh, that lead down to the River Thames, they've got all the speedboats on, they've got all the nice little cafes down the side, they've got they've got the usual, you know, the the, the gondoliers, is it, to get yeah, driving down, I'm with and they've got all that lovely going on, all the nice, there's not, there's one McDonald's within a 20 mile radius, mm-hmm. I love that, mm-hmm. I love that. Because in the north, if you get 20 miles, there's at least 32 McDonald's. <laughs> That's F. Um, there's not as many McDonald's. But anyway, so we went to said River Thames at Windsor Leisure Centre and we got ready for what was the Dragon Boat Race. Yeah. You ever done it? A... Now, no. this was Cleon's take of what Saturday was going to be. Have you seen Take That's Video, The Flood? Yes. That's so I had a vision of getting going to Windsor, yeah. or getting the full Eton, getting your Eton, yeah, your shorts, Eton your... white shorts, yeah, yeah, yeah. white socks, the white converse, the hair going over, carrying the boat when the thunder comes around, we'll turn the clouds <laughs> away, and all that type of stuff with me pods in. That was me lead up to it on Saturday. Do you know what a dragon boat looks like, Dave? Go on, have a look. Okay, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you Google it. I'll let Dave Google Dragon Boat. All I'm, all I'm thinking is Viking ship. What right? I was imagining, from what I was imagining, Dave, go. Just, just, I'll, I'll give you a chance to Google it as we're, as we're doing a podcast. Dragon Boat Racing. <laughs> boat Racing. Images. I mean, it does look like there's a dragon's head on it. Yeah. That's pretty much what I pictured it would look like, only bigger. Yeah. So, 16 <laughs> man boat. So a 16-man boat, to which we only had 12 people. Right. Which is great. One with a drummer sitting at the front, going... And then everybody pedalling like there's no tomorrow. Now, in the first heat, David, there's one thing we can say, and it was a test run. And we were coming dead last. And if you watch the video back, what we looked like was a millipede. 
What number vote were you in? Number two. I think, I think there might be some pictures. Oh, no! Okay, we'll look for them later. We'll like, look for them later. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's do that on offline. It doesn't make it for a good podcast. Not really, no. <laughs> not me and you being quiet looking on the internet. Anyway, so on the first race, we got a score of 138, which is bad. On the second race, we beat our... So gave us drop bottom. On our third race, we got 137, beat ourselves by a, by a second. And then what we did, we decided to go and have a conversation with ourselves away from the other teams. Right. Third race, 116. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, 116 from 137, which is half in your time pretty much, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And finish fourth. Which okay, okay. is am- apparently is amazing considering we had two people less and everybody around us was doing press-ups and set-ups and doing all the boaty stuff, whereas we were sitting down having coffee in bitter. <laughs> <laughs> Pub was open. I mean, so, why not, eh? Why not? Well, we, got, we, got, we had to rehearse properly. So the first two races was us, us getting to know uh, what we were doing, followed by doing the actual thing for the last yeah. race. And I'll tell you now, the last race, I genuinely thought my I was going to die. Because <laughs> Gen- the, the two strongest at the front, two strongest at the back. So I was at the front with a German gentleman. Um, who was very salty. Was he ruthlessly efficient as well? Very salty. <laughs> And he was he was going too fast. Uh, so we had problems for the first race. Me and him did because he won. He was going one two as the call, and because he was picking up speed, he's going one two one two one two one two one two one two. The problem is you've got everybody behind going what? what? And the thing is about dragon boat racing, David. It's a bit like making love to a beautiful woman. Okay, you have to eat nice and slow there. Okay. And then as you get towards the finish line, speed it up a little bit because you're going to be done in a minute. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, so, yeah, so I was one, l- two, and then I was screaming lean. Yeah. So the lean was lean forward. Yeah. Get your, get your, get your whore, get your whore. Get your whore. Lean the, forward, get your whore. Get your in the water. Rawr. And all that. In the second race, Jody says, she says, you carried that. You pedaled that boat, you did. Mm. She said, I pedaled the hell out of that, you did, didn't you? I'm not joking you. If it was 250 metres, and for the last 50 metres, my shoulders and everything, including the German gentlemen's, we were, we were done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had nothing. I can imagine. Nothing whatsoever. And it was just... To a point where my shoulders and I could feel lactic acid just burning away in my joints. And it was just, I was being sick as I'm pedaling and I'm just carrying on. And then I just went done as we were done on the race. So what I, want, what I was going to do was going to roll out the boat. But there could be a shark in there. I know it's a river at Thames and Windsor, but you never know. You've got to... I'm safer in the boat, let's put it that way. There could be an eel or anything. This is the, I, it, the great thing was about the race, all brilliant, but the backdrop was amazing. Windsor Castle's your backdrop. You're right, Dave. You're right, Dave. 
Yeah, I'm, yeah. I've got another good 15 minutes to go with this crap. I'm yeah. back Can away. Stay awake. So, I'm um, back away, man. I'm tired awake, all, if you don't mind. I'm tired all the time now. The great thing <laughs> is, you, you're towing out to head the race off, and you're heading and you're looking at Windsor. Yeah. You know what I'm like for me England football team, me patrionism and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's God save Fuck. <laughs> I've got Rule Britannia going through my head and everything that's great about our fair country is kind of encapsulated in a very small I see why the Queen likes Windsor better than everywhere else. <laughs> like the massive park at the front. Don't try and drive into where the Queen's stables are. The police aren't welcoming, Dave. They're not. <laughs> they don't understand that you're from Stoke and the first turning, the second turning is the leisure centre, the first turning is the Queen's official stables for the horses. They don't understand and they don't care. They don't care, Dave. They've got big guns. Yeah. They all pointed them at me. Yeah. I felt like I was official. We d- well, yeah, we don't need that. I was, I was, uh, this is not the leisure centre, is it? And he went, no, it is not. And I went, oh, I'm, I'm just going, I'm just going to, and he went, yes, I think you should. And I just went, yeah, what is it? It's like, Queen, oh, okay. I'm, 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 I'm going right now. <laughs> uh, as I toddled up the street. Windsor backdrop. We finished fourth, which is great with two people left. We also did, we had a, we had a tight, we won the running for 200 metres. Get this for a 5k running time. 16 minutes, 10 seconds. Spicy. Football players are doing it in 15.30. Yeah, my, uh, it, it, that, that's, that is close to elite level, that is. At my peak, of running, I did 5k in 22 minutes and I nearly died that, at the end of that. That's flat out sprinting. Mm. That's flat out sprinting as fast as you can. And then the guy said, Oh, I do Ironmans and all this lot and everything else. We won the football, even though I didn't take part in it. Oh, no. I'm, I'm old now. Yeah. I'm past that. Mm. I'm past, yeah. It's not funny, Dave. Uh, no, I've got two cigarettes left, and then I'm giving up smoking as well. Okay. That's today. You're stopping from doing your, your eating crap. dairy milks. Yeah, yeah, and I'm doing yeah. smoking because I'm old now. I didn't realise till this weekend of why I wasn't asking the football <laughs> team because you're over the age of forty. I went, <gasps> "How dare you, How you bitch! Very dare you! I was beautiful. Um, absolutely amazing. Love the boat race. Loved Windsor." Did the drive up. Lovely drive because you get to see Marlow, you get to see all the places because I don't go the quick way back. I like to oh, England, uh, all the way back and then it kind of gets cloudy and you get into Birmingham and then we're back into into where we are. But I would, with a drop of a hat, bounce and go to Windsor tomorrow. Mm. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, gorgeous. I encourage everyone to have a weekend there. I, I am I am looking to take more um, day trips to other cities and places, and I will add that one to the list. Add it to the list because it it, it is gorgeous. Most definitely, most definitely, it is gorgeous. Um, something else happened down south yesterday. What ha- what 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 else? It was the Taylor Hawkins Memorial concert. It certainly was. At, uh, it certainly was at Wembley, and um, as part of the celebration of Taylor Hawkins' life. Uh, they, the Hawkins family um, teamed up with Paramount 
to make the concert uh, available to watch for anybody that couldn't be there. So in America, it was streamed on Paramount Plus and uh, everywhere else around the world, it was on Pluto TV. Um, do, do you know Pluto TV? I do know. Pluto yeah. So uh, anybody, I'm up on the American channels. Anybody that doesn't know Pluto TV, it's, it's, it's an app which allows you to watch television uh, free of charge and um they have act you have access to like you know commercial channels like channel five and stuff on there but they've also got their own uh channels as well and there's pluto music mm. and uh the, the gig was streamed on pluto music but it was also streamed on um all of mtv's youtube channels as well uh, so I watched it on YouTube. I watched it on MTV's YouTube channel. Uh, started the coverage started at half four, but the actual event started at half three. Yeah. Uh, with Mark Ronson doing a DJ set. Um, but at half past four, that's when it officially started, and uh, the Foo Fighters came out and you know gave a, a, a little speech at the beginning, and I knew it was going to be one of them one of them events, and when. When he started speaking, it was like straight away, I'm just like, oh, for God's sake, here we go. The old emotions are, like, are creeping in. You get the lump. I turned it off. And you're just like, I don't know how far into this gig I'm going to get before before I go. Like, um, It was six, yeah, six hours in total, the whole show was. And it was absolutely fantastic. My um, hero was where I tapped out. Can't, can't, yeah, that was brilliant. Um, I cannot tell you how much i enjoyed it and the thing about like taylor hawkins especially is there's a lot of people when like when like a celebrity or somebody famous or whatnot passes away and people get quite emotional about it there's people who will go well you didn't know that person why why are you so Mm. upset like and you know it's it's not just musicians and actors and sports stars and footballers and you know what i mean In, in this as much as you don't personally know that person, that person has brought something to your, your life. life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I always get a little bit extra kind of like, um, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. Emotional is not the word, but it always makes me think a little bit more when it's somebody from like our generation. You know what I mean? Like if Ringo Starr passed away, I'd be gutted. Like I'd be totally 100% gutted, yeah. but I'd be like, well, he's, He's not one of my generation's musicians, you know what I mean? He's he was he was my dad's generation of musicians. He was from the sixties and and let's face it, he's hundred and three or something. So it's it's somewhat like, well, yeah, he was knocking on a bit, so that's just the the, the circle of life. But when it's somebody from your generation, yeah. the, the the bands that you listen to growing up and the first time I thought this was when Stuart Cable from um, Stereophonics passed away. And he was only like 40, I think, when he passed away. And I was like, God, that's like... Mine was Norman that's, Wisdom. That's one of my... Like, he was but the ancient, but that was a different conversation. But Taylor Hawkins really did. He was one of the ones that really hit hard. You know, he was only young himself. Young family. Um, he was 54, wasn't he? That's... That, I don't know, but it's still... 50... Still oh, yeah, I know. He's still young. Nothing, isn't it? Um... And it's it's just, you know, one of them bands that I've listened to since the first album. Yeah. You know what I mean? And especially for, like, you know, my, my drummer, Trev. Uh, Taylor Hawkins is the reason that Trev picked Sticks up. He saw, you know, a live video when he was playing with Alanis Morissette. And, and Trev was like, wow, I want to be like that guy. And, uh, and that's, you know, he's the reason that Trev plays drums 
today. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I knew that I was I was going to get quite emotional watching this, but the lineup was just phenomenal. The, the artists that they had on there, that, that you know, from like Josh Harm. Uh, from Queens of the Stone Age, Nile Rogers, uh, a selection of phenomenal drummers. Did Jack Black pop up in anywhere? No, he didn't. No. no. Um, you yeah. see why I said that, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A selection of phenomenal drummers, like you know, loads of like session guys, um, and uh, all filling in on the kit. Um, Nandy Bushell was there, you know, the little girl that mm-hmm. challenged um, Dave Grohl to a drum off. Yeah. She did a track. Um, uh, Wolfgang Van Halen came out and played guitar. Now I know Wolfgang from playing bass. Um, he played bass for uh, um, Tremonte, mm. and uh, he also played bass in Van Halen for for one of the albums as well. And he came out playing guitar with Dave Grohl on bass and um, Justin Hawkins from The Darkness singing, and they, they did some Van Halen tracks. My God, that boy can shred! And he was playing just like his dad. You know what I mean? And then he did this smile, and I was like, oh, my God, he just looks just like Eddie Van Halen. It was brilliant to watch. Um, And you had uh, the James Gang reunite for the first time in, like, 20 years. They came out. Um, Queen were on there. They had Stuart Copeland from the police. They were standard going be there. Oh, man. And it, it was just a phenomenal, phenomenal gig. But then the Foo Fighters come and do a set. With guest drummers, Travis Barker, who was who was brilliant. Yeah, you know, Nandy Bushell came out; she was brilliant. Travis Barker standard. Um, and you just yeah, just a whole bunch of guys come and play drums for them. But Dave Grohl, opening times like these, any breaks? I don't know if you've seen it because no. uh, the highlights are out there; like they're all on TikTok and Instagram and everything. But the Foo Fighters come out. Now they played. Um, they did. They did come out and play with some other artists. Uh, Liam Gallagher opened, and it was the Foo Fighters playing with Dave Grohl on drums, playing Oasis songs with Liam singing. Um, and then you know the Foo's had come out and uh, they played. They had Paul McCartney turn up, um, Chrissy Hind mm. uh, with the, the Pretenders, uh, with Dave Grohl on bass playing with the Pretenders. Um, yeah, like I say, Paul McCartney. He was unannounced, but he came and did some some tracks with them. Um, Insurance and, reasons, and then. And then the Foos um, came out, and oh, I can't remember the uh, the session drummer's name. He was a guy that used to play for Nine Inch Nails, but he did quite quite a few of the tracks um, uh, through, throughout the whole day, like from from half four onwards. He did he did the first couple of tracks with him, but they opened with times like these, and he did they did the slow, you know, organ, you know, just the organ, just playing the holding the chord, yeah. and, and Dave Grohl singing at his pace, and he broke. He just broke. He, his voice went. He couldn't sing. It then he lifted his head up, and he carried on singing. And you could just see this tear just coming down his face. And then he broke again. Oh my good god! I, I was gone. I was completely and utterly gone. It was so emotional to watch, and and yeah, it, it just one of the, it's one of them events that it's like a once in a lifetime thing, where. You know, we had... When was the last time something that big as a tribute to somebody happened? Oh, Freddie Mercury. Freddie? That's the only thing I can think of. And that was, what, 1992? Yeah. That was 30 years ago. Weirdest concert on planet Earth. It's fucking brilliant. But I, I remember... It was good, but it was weird. So, like... I remember that. 
David Bowie doing the the Lord's Prayer in the middle yeah, of it. Yeah, just yeah. went down and kneeled and everyone, yeah. everyone was like, oh, David. Um, so, I mean, I don't remember Live Aid. I was too young. Um, but I, I remember the Freddie Mercury, Freddie Mercury tribute concert. I mean, even the George Harrison one was, that was only at like, I say only, it was only the Royal Albert Hall. It wasn't Wembley. It wasn't Wembley, You no. know what I mean? And this, like, and you think... Mercury. It was a... Taylor Hawkins was a drummer. He, he wasn't even... He wasn't Freddie Mercury, you know what I mean? He did... He, he but... Did. He was the he was he was the other frontman for yeah. the Foo Fighters. He was and him and Dave were the front frontmen. They did the interviews. They did the giggle. They did the videos. He he was always being, to be honest, in a woman's outfit. And pretty much ninety nine percent of the videos, I'm not talking about him in the negative manner. I'm talking about him in light. Um, so I, I understand why he's so loved. He he was a lovable character, yeah. and he was taken out Ph- in his prime. Phenomenal drummer. Um, really good musician, really good songwriter. Um, you know his his solo albums. Um, were, I thought were pretty good, and you know, just you know, proper gutted. Just when you, if something happens, you just feel like shit. That's yeah. what happened when I found out he passed away. I just felt like shit. And the last song of the night, his son comes out and I plays can't watch that. my hero, I and can't it was just that. oh my. God, that boy can hit the drums hard. Jesus. His son broke about a minute into that song. And he smashed it as well. And instead of stopping what he did, he applied every piece of aggression that he broke into the drums because at one point where he was smashing a drum set, I've watched that quite close, at one point he screams when he's hitting the drum. um, He's a very, very, very good drummer. I'll give him that. I think he played... I think he played that track better than Dave Grohl plays it. You know what I mean? I believe it was Dave on the recording, um, uh, on the Colour and the Shape album. I think Dave Dave overdubbed all the drums. That's when they got rid of the drummer. And Dave Grohl overdubbed all the drums on that. Um, and then Taylor joined the band after the album was done. Yeah. Um, and he, he played that really well. And yeah, just... Just a really good concert, though. A really good yeah. concert. And I do know several people who went as well, and they all said it was the atmosphere was great. And Where was it? Wembley? Wembley, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, atmosphere was great. Sell-out. And, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, they, they, rele- they did release some extra tickets, like, last week. Um, but they, they did sell out, and then they squeezed a few people in. Hmm. Um, they, had, they did have certain areas. Obviously, that was the concert. Obviously, behind the... Um, Behind the stage, they black out all the chairs. But but where people were sitting, they did have little sections blacked out where you couldn't sit. I uh, don't know why, but whether it's a health and safety thing or not, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, just a really good gig. I think a once-in-a-lifetime thing, um, or twice-in-a-lifetime, because they're, they're doing one in America as well at the end of the month. Yeah. Um, so I think that you're going to have some of the same... Um, artists there as well, but it is they have got different artists playing that one. It's going to be a different lineup, um, and I hope it's as good as the one at Wembley. But I just think I think the UK, there are I think we're a little bit better at days like that, like festivals and we're better at tributing than yeah, anybody else. Festivals and tribute shows and and you know events like that. I just think I think the UK is just a little bit better at it. Um, like when you watch Live Aid. And when you switch between, you know, the UK and America, like the UK's, the atmosphere in the UK just seems so much better than it did in America. Um, when they did 
Live, was it called Live 8, the one they did in the early 2000s? Yeah. Um, the mid-2000s, sorry. Um, I remember the, the Killers arguing with um, Bob Galdoff because they wanted to play Wembley, and they were told that they were on the American bill. No, 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 no. And they no. were like, no, we, we want to play Wembley. That's the better show we if want to play Wembley. it's not Woodstock in 2000, um, I'm not doing it in this yeah. country. <laughs> and uh, they, they got, they got to, to do Wembley, but they could only do one song. They literally had to squeeze them in, and they did... Um, uh, all these things that I've done and they had that one song and honestly you could tell it was one song and they played it I think the best they've ever played it in their life it was brilliant but they were like no we're not playing America Wembley's just, the gig they carried on doing the I got sober <laughs> for 12 minutes yeah. went on <laughs> We're only doing one song. We're only doing one song. I got so bad. <laughs> but yeah, like I say, phenomenal show, phenomenal gig. I don't know if they're going to televise the uh, American one. Uh, I hope so. They will do. I hope so. Um, it'd be, that'd be good to watch, although it will be at a really horrible time, and it's on a Tuesday as well, so uh, wouldn't be too bad if it was on a Saturday. That's but... why I know Bugger wants to do stuff in America, because it's on a piggin' Tuesday. Yeah, it's on a Tuesday, and I was like, oh, no. Go cause... find a rock guy who's a guitar player, and you go, got a gig for you on Tuesday. He's like, what? <laughs> well, what? No. Why, um, why on a Tuesday? I mean, even if it starts at the same time as it did over here, you know, you're still looking at what, off... And off hey, nine stars. Paul McCartney's not doing a gig on a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> He's not, mate. I'm sorry. Paul McCartney, Van Halen. No, none of them. None of them are turning up for that one. I don't know who's on the American Bell. I'll look it not up. Not many. I'll tell you now, it won't be many. Because no, no one wants to Yeah, because every bugger in the dog played at Wembley. Who's going to be left for the American one? Limp Biscuits. Limp, it's just Limp Biscuit and Dave Limp Biscuit and, and, the, and Jack Black. Oh, uh, yeah. With, with special guest Lost Profits. Ooh. Ooh, controversial. Anyway, speaking of controversy, it's time, Dave. I want to talk about football. And football kicked off. Did Hang on, did we have the guys, did, our, did Vale play on the Friday? No, they didn't anyway. They played on Saturday. They, put, they did, they did. So we'll go a bit closer to home before I have a complete mental breakdown on what is uh, English football. And we had Port Vale and they drew with Cheltenham Town. 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. They yeah. did. They went 2-1 up as well because I clocked that. Goals from Perry and about and another guy. Um, <laughs> no one cares, let's be honest. Uh, well, actually, yeah, Port Vale, 2-2. Two, two, really, really good. And then on Saturday, the fun and stupidity started. And it started at Everton Liverpool, Dave. I listen. It was nil. It was a nil-nil full-time result, and it was marred with controversy. Why was it marred with controversy, Dave? I, I, I don't know, but has it got something to do with VAR? It Liverpool, which is now what we've called them. So Everton got a goal disallowed against Liverpool, which is nothing new. Just to go back a couple of days, Newcastle played Liverpool as well in the week. Yeah. Lost 2-1. At 1-0, Newcastle went 2-0 up. Okay. The offside was ruled by VAR using the shadows of the players. What? Right, using the shadows of the players. Not the feet, not the line. They had to go off the shadows because it was that close. If it's that close, how can you say it's not a goal? Yeah. That makes no sense going off the shadows. Sickening. Sickening. And then... Funnily, and let's not forget about the 96 minutes match where Liverpool scored in the 98th minute. Let's not talk about that. 
Let's leave that alone. Everton played Liverpool, drew 0-0, and again, a VAR decision saved Liverpool as mm-hmm. Everton's goal went in. Football's starting to look very crooked. Brentford won 5-2 against Leeds, who I think are going to get relegated this season. Chelsea beat West Ham 2-1. Another match which is embroiled in VAR controversy. Another one where a goal was disallowed due to VAR and it was a foul on the goalkeeper and it wasn't a foul. The player had jumped over the goalkeeper and his big toe touched him as he's in mid-air. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't a foul on the keeper. Yeah, yeah. His toes touched him as he's going over the top of him. But this is at 1-0 West Ham. Yeah. That takes him to 2-0. The goal was chalked off because it was deemed to be... Because VAR had told the referee that, oh, no, we can't give a goal when he's kicked a referee, when he's kicked a goalkeeper. So West West Ham went and lost 2-1, which caused Declan Rice to have a complete public meltdown on Twitter, (laughs) Twitter... Match of the Day, Sky, and every social media outlet and every TV programme he could possibly have a breakdown because he's he spent the best part of 17 tweets going, I'm a little sorry about breaking down yesterday. It was heat of the moment. Then we had Newcastle Crystal Palace. Well, if we're talking VAR, let's carry on. It's Newcastle. <laughs> a goal yesterday at Newcastle, coming from a corner, a Crystal Palace player who we were playing has pretty much thrown... Joe Willock into the goalkeeper. He wasn't jumping into the goalkeeper. He was jumping for the ball, to which their player had pushed Joe Willock into said goalkeeper. Yeah. The ball's rebounded off the goalkeeper, hit the defender and gone in the goal. Mm -hmm. Offside, uh, foul on the goalkeeper. Foul on the goalkeeper, yeah. He was never travelling that direction because that's what VAR told him to. I'll get back to this. Nottingham Forest 2, Bournemouth 3, Tottenham 2, Fulham 1, Wolves won Southampton nil, Aston Villa won, Man City won. Now, the problem we've got with VAR, I'll get back to the goal, the refereeing incident, we need stronger referees in this country. We need a referee who's at least played minutes football. This is what we're needing now because these goals are getting softer and softer and softer and softer. There's no way... I watched that Joe Willett goal... Uh, sorry, the own goal at Newcastle. Yeah. If I was the referee watching that and VAR would go, no, it's a foul. I go that. Hang on a minute. If you're giving the foul on the keeper, it's a penalty for the push. Yeah. Because he wants to hit the keeper once if he wasn't the pushed wasn't into him. Push. Yeah. So are we having the penalty? Well, no, it's a foul on the keeper, but the push happened before the mm-hmm. foul on the keeper. So are we having the foul on the the push? So it's a penalty, or is it a goal? And that's what I'd be saying, feedback in your little earpiece. Yeah. The same with the Chelsea incidents. He hasn't kicked him, he's just jumped over him. What What are we disallowing that it's a goal? And I'd just overrule VAR. Yeah. But the referees are not doing this. Then today, we'll go again today. Brighton 5, Leicester 2. Leicester are crap at the moment, there's no problems with that. Man United 3, Arsenal 1. Arsenal went 1-0 up again. Mm-hmm. And a soft, soft foul on the lead-up to the goal, was disallowed using VAR. And the referee again, that's soft. I would have gone, that's soft. I can't... Yeah. Mm, is it a foul? Mm. And the cameras would be looking at me as a ref, and I'd be, like, pulling all types of constipated faces, <laughs> like, oh, I don't know, is it, is it, what do we reckon? But we're making the decision too hastily. 
Right. And we are depending now on VAR. Now, the rules about VAR are really simple, people. Dead simple. If the, if the refereeing decision is unsure, you go to the monitor to double-check yeah. your decision. You've got yeah. an instant replay of your decision in a nutshell. You can't cock this up. Mm-hmm. Well, um, when it comes to VAR, like the third, the third ref, the third man, as it is, mm-hmm. um, let's say there's a potential foul at some point in the game. Yeah. The ref plays on. The ref doesn't think it's a foul. Yeah. VAR will... Automatically check, won't they? Yeah, they'll and call then the game back. and then you know they they'll check as the game plays on. Yeah, and then they'll let the ref know that that was a a foul. Hmm. At that point, is that the point where the ref does he does he go to the he monitor? Has to look at the, he only goes to yeah. the monitor. He has to go and look at the monitor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he makes his decision. Then he makes his decision, right? Because I'm just obviously like with um, with rugby rugby union, they've had this technology for. A while, like longer than than what I, than what football have had it for, and um, you know the 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 referee in rugby doesn't go and look at the monitor; he just listens to what the uh, um, the ref doing the uh, mm. VAR as it is um, tells him. And any any but the ref asks questions like you know, can I award? So the ref will ask the question. Can I award the try, or is there a reason that I cannot award the try? Um, yeah. And that's the the person in there has to look for that specific answer. Yeah, you know what I mean. He doesn't. You don't interpret it. You have to look the with the referees asked. Is there a reason I cannot give the try? Yes, go have a look. Um, then, um, which is great. The yeah. downside is with your comparison as rugby stop start. Yeah, yeah, of course. Whereas football's, football's continuous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but, but, in, um, but in um, football, the ref has to go and look at the monitor yeah. and make the, that decision himself. But you've seen that incident. You sent it yeah. to me today. So you've, you must yeah, have seen yeah, it before yeah, yeah. you sent it. Yeah. Can you not see that to push? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I don't agree with any of the, the decisions. He wouldn't have got in the goalkeeper if he hadn't no. got pushed. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, not, yeah. it's not rocket science. Mm-hmm. It's not. How, how can you can you rule this goal out? Yes or no? By looking at the screen, I can do it with the shadows. What? Can you rule this goal out? hundred yeah. percent. Yes or no? No. Goal. Yeah. If you can't uh, end a conversation, if there's no reason for, and there's that, no evidence there. You need to then. go look at the tally. No, that's you being a leaf. Mm-hmm. You, you tell me. Right, I'm looking at this. Yeah, he's just pushed him into him. Well, the problem is I think we give too much power to what's otherwise known as Stockley Park, which I think isn't Stockley Park. I think it's a spaceship (laughs) which, which goes around the earth every single day and it's got all the FA in it. And then they decide, like the Legion of Doom, then they decide who the overall winner of that Premier League will be. And that's what they do. It's in already there, planned. In their own. Right. It's already pre And then pre-planned. you just have to manifest it. Well, I'm not being nasty. Since Newcastle have had new owners and we've spent money, it seems to be every week now there's a VAR decision which goes against Newcastle. Well, it's a theory. You're coming up with the theories today, you are, Claire. Uh, mate, I'm full of the <laughs> theories. I'm full of the shit. Um, also, what's happened today in the championship of Reading have beat Stoke 2-1. Yeah, Stoke, um, Stoke down in nineteenth <laughs> in the table now. <laughs> in all fairness, Vale are down in seventeenth. I don't care. <laughs> vale will sort the crap out. Is this Stoke won't? 
So Stoke. Is this the first game with a new manager? Yes. Or second game? Um, the second, Se- the first, oh, second. I don't, I don't know. I'm not. Uh, so Stoke took out took the manager from. Um, I'm recording over Somewhere with else. Alex Neal from the football club we cannot mention. Yeah. So Alex Neal left the football club they cannot mention, and I think the selling point was from the owners. We both wear red and white, and he went, <laughs> "Oh, that's easy then. I can recognise the colours." And he thought because he got given a bit of money, as football managers do, in a nice big bumper contract. This is going to be lovely. We've got the Coates family. We've got a lovely stadium. And then he's seen what the players were and the crap, apparently. And unfortunately, they lost 2-1. It is such a shame. I hope, I hope Stoke's form changes and they don't get relegated and they turn it round and move up. You happy with that? Uh, I mean... Do you want me to put some more vigour in it? I don't really care. Do you want me, you want me to make it sound believable? The truth. I don't care about no, Stoke, really. I don't either. really care about reading the results out on a daily basis I, I have to search for it be honest with you Dave <laughs> well, I mean I always like I'm only putting it on because you like the local bits on I, I, I always phase crew out now I generally just you know <laughs> I, I get them up about two minutes before you, you come and, and do the show I just get the score yeah, I, up I, 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 don't, I don't care I yeah. think it should be like a small nuclear bomb like very controlled that just takes out Longton Blurton and all <laughs> me here just do that. Just give me an hour. Tell, give me two day. They tell me friends just to move out the area and carry on. It's only got carry a sports on. direct in there anyway, and mm. a Tesco. Let's be honest. And then what happened today, David? As I took, I embarked upon my managerial journey with City of Stoke. Yes, you did. I did, and we played Litchfield City in our first game of the season. Uh huh. I hear you say, Cleon. How did you get on? This is a team that's not won a league match before. Cleon, how did the uh, how did the, the ladies get on? This, this is this si- is a this is a team that haven't won a league game before. It's a seminal moment in City of Stoke history. Uh, City of Stoke three, uh, Litchfield two. Absolutely, really well played. We had a very big worry as they came back from three one down two three two, and I was a little bit of fucking all. <laughs> This is going to go the way of the pair at any moment in time. And he didn't. They saw the game out, wrapped it up. Absolutely brilliant job. Did amazing, amazing. work. Amazing work. I, I have already um, tweeted out the... Uh, I've retweeted the uh, the teams. Oh, have you? Uh, on the shingles list. I'll send you the picture. Twitter page. Um, the greatest thing happened today at football. So we got to... Was it you gloating? Oh, no, 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 no. We got to half-time, and I, we, I, we were doing our team talk, and I had my board out and, you know, the markers and the arrows and all that. Stuff. Yeah. And I said, right, we've got a massive, massive gap on said side. We need to get the ball. Get Let's get the ball down. Let's get it to pass into the middle. Let's get it back to left back. Let's move it down the side. Pass it into the centre. And they are just not marking down that side. This is easy beans. Yeah. Never normally works. Okay. First minute. Okay. All that done. Goal. Sound. I went, oh shit. We can get in. And then kind of like, grew three inches like, yeah. Yeah, well that's done. right. Yeah. <laughs> I knew what I was talking about at some point. Yeah. 
Amazing. But, yeah, great, great feeling of the day. Yeah, came fourth in Rose this weekend. Um, won't be doing that again. Mm. Uh, won't be doing boat racing again um, next next year, golf. <laughs> um, and got a great result. It's good, man. So, winning weekend. It's really good, it's really good. Um, to uh, To finish, to end the show... Yeah. This week. I I've also have a little bit of good news. Do you? To any of the listeners that are interested, and to yourself. And to myself. Marge came back. Marge did come <laughs> back. And I've seen Marge today. Um Marge came back today as well. Oh. Um Marge came back yesterday. Uh we haven't seen so if, if you don't remember who Marge is, Marge is the stray cat that Marge is stray cat. kind of uh, keeps appearing. But Marge disappeared for for uh, five days and then appeared. And then disappeared for like just over a week. And honestly, we, I at this point I was like, ah, she's gone now. She ended you were outside back. shaking treats. You were uh, you lying, get Marge, Marge. Marge. No, you weren't. You were like um, this, Marge, um, Marge. Well, <laughs> this thing is Cleon, right? I I was the one. Have you fallen in love a little bit? Yes well, or no? Well, I was the one that like gave her some attention, like my me, me missus got a cat allergy, and my daughter doesn't, didn't. Really like cats. She's not. She's not like. Don't hate them or anything. They're just not. They're just not for her. She was like, nah, just they're just not for me. Dad, I don't really like them. Um, and you know, Adam's just indifferent. Like, but uh, so I was the one that gave her a bit of attention, and I was like making sure she was okay. And um, I've been I've been fobbed off. She she's not interested in me at all. She's interested in them pair. She's yeah. interested in 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 the in the ladies. So. Um, yeah, my lady went outside yesterday, and uh, apparently she just appeared in the yard. Just bing, there was Marge after like over a week of n- nowhere to be seen. <laughs> so my lady's like, "Who are you hungry?" Comes inside. She only follows her in. She turns round. Marge is in the kitchen. It's like, "Oh, hey, up is in. <laughs> yeah, is in now." <laughs> Um, like vampires. So um, yeah, we gave her some cat milk and some treats, like and whatnot, and then she she, she fed and then she buggered off. It's what strays do, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, I've I've packed some washing and stuff out today, and so I've been out in the yard three, four, five times, and I haven't seen. Just, just kept on going out. March. I haven't no. seen her at all. Um, so, dad, strange, right? My lady gets home from work, and um, we're both in the kitchen. I'm knocking some tea up, and I go, "Oh, I haven't, I haven't seen the cat today. I've been out a few times, but I haven't seen her, so she must be on her travels somewhere." And uh, my lady goes, "Oh, well." I'll pop out in a minute and see if, see if she's about right. Shit, you not. Ping. Open, the door was like slightly ajar. She just opens the back door slightly, is sitting right by the back door, just looking up. Must have heard a voice. She must have heard my lady's voice or something like And she just comes to the back, she sets there, opens the door, she looks, she just goes, meow. <laughs> and like, Marge can officially fuck off what? for you now then. What? What are you, <laughs> what are you doing here? And she just comes in. Dave's now spraying water at the car. She just comes in. You don't want me. And it's like, (laughs) oh, God, she's chose us. Yeah. Because she's fucking chose us now. Yeah, you don't know. So, yeah, my daughter was feeding her and uh, got her some cat milk. And then once she was fed, she went outside. So we thought, ah, she's buggering off again now. She just stayed in the yard. And so I've gone out and I've, I've... squatted down give her a little fuss and um she did bury herself into me and then she lay on her side and i was giving her belly rubs like she was a dog and um she was loving it and then she went down to to the missus and she was purring with the missus like so i'm like oh, that's it she's chose us she has chose us now <laughs> never get rid of that stray now she's the vampires mate she's gorgeous though Cleon. honestly she's I've so cute it. she is so cute she was sunbathing on the pavement as i pulled up <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, at the bottom end of the entry. Yeah, 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 just there. Well, there's a. There, I'm, I'll be honest with you, man. There's a couple because th- there's a, there was a litter of cats, and they're all brothers and sisters. So if you go around this this area, like you'll look in a window, and there's there's a there's a fat cat that look exactly like it, and then there's one that lives in down, one of the houses down in the other street. Looks exactly <laughs> like it, but you know, obviously fed and collared and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one that lives opposite. They're all from the same litter, and she must have just been the stray that didn't get picked up. But she's so small, she's so young looking and small. That's yeah. the thing, like, and I think that's why, like, she she just looks super cute. Like, she doesn't look like a miserable fat house cat yeah like with that with an attitude problem she's just dead cute like and 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 and, and play maybe she was like run to something i don't know um Who but knows, but yeah she's adorable now i need to find the goddamn kittens i don't know i do still where not kittens found are. the kittens trust no. me the kittens are dead <laughs> <laughs> kittens are it's dead, been like Dave. four weeks now i'm just, sorry just you, forget about my missus someone put a post up on facebook that someone's dumped a kit litter in bradley fields yeah you remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know I still have to, I get still get sent out at night to go to across Bradley them. Fields just in case. Do you know I'll be honest with you, Missy's listens to this now. I don't care how offended she's going to get right now. Are you ready? Do you know how often I've been out looking for those kittens when I've been told to eat with the dog? Never. never. Just no, I did it twice. The first two times, and I thought to myself, if there's kittens and they are loose. And they're of a certain age. The only thing they're going to do is meow like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, and that's the thing, yeah. If they're, if they're old enough, like, yeah. Well, not even if they're old enough, if they're hungry. Yeah. If they're babies. What that's going to do is then alert every single fox, badger, <laughs> um, grass snake, everything that eats cats. Mm. Or that could eat a defenceless baby cat. Yeah. Yeah? So, a week later down the line, can't see it. Yeah, the... The theory with this with this cat is she's given birth in the outhouse, and the outhouse, like I've told you before, it's full of cardboard and wood and crap yeah, and everything. She could have fed them fine, and they they could be absolutely fine just yeah. doing that's, what she does. That's what I mean. Like they, they, from what we've researched, because I'm not a cat person, so I don't know these things. But from what I've researched, it's somewhere between six to eight weeks where she'll leave the kittens and yeah. she'll just let them get on with their own business at that point. Yeah. But she will keep going back and keep feeding them until that point. Yeah. Um, so we've got about another week or so, um, and I think I think when it gets the next weekend, I'm gonna like completely gut that outhouse but when but um, it'll get to if there, if there is kittens in there and they are like let's say five weeks old you'd hear them you would, that's what I was thinking you'd, you'd already hear them, yeah. hear them you'd hear them day night day mm. night day night day night um, and a fox would have had them as well, well that's the thing isn't it? Um, but no I am going to get in there next weekend and I'm going to have a good rummage see what I can find um, hopefully I find some kittens well, have you found rummaging round really yeah I, Hopefully, I find some kittens. I'm 99% certain there's a beehive in there. Um, <laughs> oh, don't um, knock that down. Oh, yeah, I know. If I it's know. a wasp hive, knock it down. If it's a beehive, leave it. Yeah, I'm going to. Um, yeah, uh, hopefully, there's some, some, there's some kittens. Um, hopefully, the worst case, the best of the worst case scenarios is I don't find anything. Wor- worst case scenario, I'm finding dead kittens. You know what I mean? It's like, which is, I'm not looking forward to that, but... I don't think you'll know, find anything. But I don't I think don't. I'll find anything. Um, I don't, because you would have heard them by now. Yeah. But the la- the last thing I want to do is take this cat in, 
if she's still looking after the kittens, if that's where she's going every night and going back to the kittens. Like, I'd just leave your door open, and if the cat... She, it's nature as well, isn't it? Yeah. So she knows she's got to stay out to look after the kittens. She won't walk in your house. Yeah, she'll just go. She'll just yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Let's wrap this Speaking baby up. Going. Let's go. What time is it? Oh, uh, it's nearly eight o'clock. I know, man, I know. I've um, got to go put my kiddies bed. I know, and I've um, got to go and drink tea. I've got to go get ready for work tomorrow. Yeah, me too, me too. Mm, this will be my first Monday. Bed in two hours. In a while. Um, yeah, that's the one. I've now discovered nice. that if I'm not in bed before 11 at my age, I can't get up. Do you know, um, there's an AEW pay-per-view on tonight, and if this was, let's say, 15, 20 years ago, I'd be walk it. I'd be watching the pay per view. Yep. Getting an hour's sleep and then going to work. Fifteen, twenty um, years ago my standard night's sleep was about yeah, an hour. That 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 would be me. Um but the, I mean if this was t- twenty years ago I'd also be in the pub. You'd be in Yates's now. Right mate. now and making his way around to Rosie O'Brien's. Well, like. We'd be in Yates's doing karaoke. Well we wouldn't be doing karaoke because it doesn't start yeah, for another yeah. thirty five. We'd be minutes. somewhere though. We wouldn't be in the pub now actually, it's too early. Really? Five to eight. Five to eight. It's too early unless you're out with Brady. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like we'd be in. For me, I wouldn't rock up. Yeah, but I wouldn't rock up for <laughs> enough. It's me though. I don't rock up till about nine. True, true. And then we'd be we'd be making our way. I'm like nowhere to, to be seen till Rosie later O'Brien's on. for R and B night. Anyway, uh, big thank oh, you to. Whoa, 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 whoa! Before you know, did you know, New York's got a higher rain? I uh, got high. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Bear with me, people. Did you know? New York City has a higher rainfall than London per year. No, didn't know that. Is that your fact this week? Yeah. Cleon's fact for the week. Uh, big thanks to everybody that listens to the show week in and week out. You guys are awesome. Don't forget, whatever you listen to the podcast on, please follow or subscribe. If you can leave a review on your favourite podcast app for the show, that will be highly appreciated too. Um, follow us on social media. On Twitter, it's at ShinglessSPC. And you can follow me, Shinglers underscore list, and Cleon at KLBewley. On Instagram, it's Shinglers underscore list. And for Cleon, it's KLBewley5. And on Facebook, it's Shinglers list podcast. You guys are awesome. And we'll see you next time.